You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 579 for Monday, January 11th, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Let's get this party started, right? Here we go. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona. Bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. We are back from our extended holiday break. It's a new year, uh, 2016. We're doing Woofcast again. It's pretty exciting stuff. It's going to be a big year for us here. Long uh, vacation. Let's get started. What? Yeah, after a long vacation or rehab. Long vacation. Or it's nice. Rehab or whatever you want to call it. Rehab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just call it rehab. Anyway, that was, of course, Todd's here. MotoringStripes.com. He's with us as always, uh, producing the show like he always does. Uh, our good man, Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. Detroit Tuned is here. Chad, say hello. Why, hello there. And Alex is here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Every time we do that, I still think you're like Peter Brady. <laughs> hey, you know, Alex just turned 21, so he's just now starting you know, going through menopause. That's so young and drinking plenty of Sempa the Greeno. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now that just sounded gay. <laughs> yeah, not that there's anything wrong. Not with that. that there's anything no, wrong with no, that. No, no, we love you know we have the gay people. Yeah, I have no problem with it. But yep. so we were we started off because uh, none of us we've actually not even spoken to each other since the last time we did a show, whatever that was three weeks ago. And we started off the conversation today uh, about an hour ago, and we were talking about weather because um, weather's been so kooky lately. It's rained all week in uh, Phoenix, and we've had a bit of a cold snap. Hasn't been over sixty degrees in like since before Christmas or Thanksgiving. It's ridiculous. And then Chad had to go and, you know, basically told me how much I lose because it's been like minus zero in Detroit for the last month and a half. Uh, no, actually, it's been uh, quite mild in the 30s, but zero snow. I mean, we are barely had any snow at all this winter. Yeah, we haven't even had an inch of snow yet here either. Yeah, it's really inch, weird. We've had an inch of rain this week so far. El Nino, oh, yeah. baby. Go major flooding Nino. all over the U.S. Oh, yeah. El Nino, baby. Yep. That's what we do. And then, Alex, you were in France for a bit for your holiday, were you not? I was in France for the holidays, but I think we... Didn't we have a show after Yes. That? Yes, we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you came back. You didn't go, for, you didn't go uh, to France for any of the Jewish holidays? Mm, your... No, because we uh, had a, have a lot of work here, so I've been working through Christmas and the new, and the new year. Uh, oh. but it's fine because it's it's uh, summer in Boston, so, you know, it's all oh, good. All right. That's right. Because you're getting like your guys are going to the beach. It's been seventy degrees. Yeah, it's like sixty. Deg- I mean, it's sixty degrees. I think. Yeah, it's going to be sixty, close to sixty. I think by the end of the next week. It's uh, insane. All right. All right. Well, we are like I mentioned already. We are in 2016. We're going to start off. We've got news from MotoringFile.com. We've got some other stories we're going to talk about. We have an Ask Chad question we're going to answer. Um, we will might talk about MTTS. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting like a lot of people bothering me for route information and details about MTTS. Are you guys getting that from your followers? People are freaking out about it. Dude, people are seriously free. I'm getting like text messages. I'm getting Facebook messages from all these people. And I'm just like going, I don't know anything. So I guess I'm going to have to make some phone calls. Get some information <laughs> for you guys. Yeah, how do you compare the, the craze uh, to uh, 2014? Um, uh, it's, it's like, low, so far, l- lower. Okay. Not as crazy. No, well, it, we're but, having people asking us like, what, what, what's our party plans already? What, what are, what are we going? How are we doing this? Where are we staying? Lot, I was like, my response about, is, there's a lot of excitement yet. Wherever the bar is, is you know, right. that's just the only way to answer that question. Well, since since it's coming through Detroit, we're obviously going to do something. Uh, we're going to have an open house or a party or that's or, what you or, meant about or yeah. something. 
Oh, there's you know actually what, guys, an o- there's no a, what yet? That's because <laughs> there's Rod- an overnight in Detroit this year. That's right. Uh-huh. I should get Roger in touch with Chad. That could be fun and exciting. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be, as uh, the Donald would say, it's going to be huge. There's actually no H in huge anymore. It's been removed. It's now just huge. Uh, so we've got many take states. We've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, Southwest Mini Fest happening in Phoenix again this year. Since Ambiv was last year, Southwest Mini Fest in Phoenix this year. But it's Everybody's happening in excited. May, right? Uh, no, it's in June. It's in actually. June, okay. June 2nd through the 5th. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be happening in Prescott. Um, there's going to be a big car show on grass. It's going to be amazing. Isn't it already like 100? No, I'm going to be there for the for this one. Isn't it already like 150 degrees in June? Yeah, yeah but it's in Prescott, so it's like 30 degrees less, so it's only 120 degrees. Okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah, because Prescott's up in the mountains, kind of, and it's on a, it's on a, it's being held basically on a spot of Prescott called Whiskey Row. I'm in. So you can just put that all together. Um, there'll be some amazing drives. It's going to be an awesome event. Uh, Skylar and Jerry are putting on again. It's going to be amazing. The first one had like, uh, we had 300 people out for out to Phoenix for a big national level mini event. I expect almost 500 this time around. It's going to wow. be awesome. That's so if you guys aren't going to many take states or if you're looking at something to do in June in Arizona, punch up Southwest mini fest and um, check it out. It's going to be an amazing event. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's that. What else we got? We got other things that we still can't talk about coming up which is pretty awesome <laughs> um, uh, and we're going to cover all that stuff that we just talked about we're going to do news ash chat and all that other fine things here in just a minute let's remind you about our fine sponsors and i'm sure you guys made millionaires over the christmas holiday uh our friends over at outmotoring outmotoring.com the mini cooper parts superstore right this is the place you go if you have a mini and you need anything for your mini uh, uh diy parts um uh, Parts for yourself, uh, parts for the inside of your car, outside of your car, whatever. You need repair replacement parts, you're going to get them there. You want door handle covers? Sure, you can get that there. You want the little brake light pulsar thing that makes your your third brake light flash when you press it really hard? Aaron has that over at outmorning.com. It's super awesome. Not only that, but complete blackout kits if you want to do that or, uh, you know, fog lights. And you know what? Just not for nothing. I saw the new Clubman. This last weekend, we're going to talk about that too. And you know what it had mounted on it was the factory fog lights on the front bumper. And that really helps the front end not look so goofy. I'm just saying. Anyway, outmotoring.com. Go over there, please, and check them out. Don't forget, and you guys know this, but I want to remind you again, sign up for the email newsletter. As soon as you do, you get an email. In that email, you get a 5% discount code. So every time you shop at outmotoring.com, you save 5% off your entire order. Super duper awesome. Go over, check it out. That's over at outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and uh, style. That's outmotoring.com. Maestro, please. Boom. How about a dual clutch transmission option for 2017? Yeah. <clears throat> um,. Anybody has anybody else driven a a, a dual clutch transmission? I, 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 I haven't because you've driven it in the GTI, right, Todd? Yes, I have. Alex I've driven it GTI. every day. Yep. Yeah, Alex has it in his one thirty five. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's uh, no, that's that's a very good clutch. I mean, the 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 one in the one thirty five is a is a very good clutch. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, when we talked about the eight speed for the uh, for the for the clubman, right? Uh, one of my, it's not the page peeve, but you know, one of my question was, it's a lot of gears to switch between, and so uh, you know, maybe like a dual clutch is better. Honestly, I don't see this one happening. I don't see why, with all the work that's been done with the eight-speed, they would, you know, 
uh, have the eight speed and also the clutch. I mean, they, they're not gonna have like many, you know, so many different uh, transmissions. It seems. Well, well what, uh, the only because they can. What if BMW says, "Hey, let's just make this an, an option for all BMWs and all Minis." I think that because could be the more like the the likely response to that is that they all go to the ZF um, uh, transmission. Yeah, I think for economies of scale, you know, if they all had that that ZF transmission, which mm -hmm. is a brilliant transmission, I think it's smoother and uh, and even a little bit better than the eight speed Azen transmission. That's the sport automatic in the new Clubman only. Um, but even so, I think we all drove the six speed. Asian transmission in the F56 uh, a year ago on many takes the states and it was great too in its own right right and it's it's only getting better and I know I said this and Gabe agreed with me that the new eight-speed uh, transmission that's in the Clubman the sport automatic the expensive one right is the best automatic transmission mini has ever made okay and then to Alex's point why would they do this because it's such a great transmission that is the question of the hour you know? But it's a, uh, it's a, I mean, they, if you look at the, the BMW lineup, they also have two different, uh, I think maybe I'm, I'm not speaking in, in good terms here, but I think they have two different ones, right? They have the uh, regular eight speed and a sport eight speed. Yeah. So right now, if, if this one would come across, you would have a six speed ASIN, you would have an eight speed, uh, uh, an eight speed, uh, DCT ZF. Yeah. And then DCG, three different, oh. three different, uh, um, uh, and that's, just, that's just too confusing for a customer, I think. Yeah, I'm already confused. So, uh, on the production wise, like it's expensive to maintain, so it doesn't make much, much sense to me. You know, I almost think that Mini's also done that with the suspension, like almost give too many options. Well, now the there's only two, now there's only two options, Chad. It's the oh, is there? Yeah, that you get the standard suspension or you get the um, adjustable suspension. That's it. Or you buy the JC only, yeah. you buy the JCW, which comes with the it's the only way to get the sport suspension, and it's not an option. It's just it comes on the car. Ah, okay. So that is so basically it's down to two. And so when you buy the JCW, you don't have a choice. Although we talked about this and I don't know that you can downgrade, if you will, I'm using the word downgrade, to the uh, adaptive suspension on a JCW. Um, and part of that is the mix and match for the wheels. Like the rebound rates aren't compatible with the 18 inch wheel. So if you try, or the 19 inch wheel, if you try and build a mini online in the configurator with the JCW exterior pack and the 19 inch wheels, it rejects the um, uh, adaptive suspension and makes you go back to standard. Ah. Because uh, for some reason it's not compatible, and it it makes a little bit of sense from an engineering standpoint. I think a real world standpoint it wouldn't matter. You could force it, you know, get the get that, and then get wheels later, get nineteen inch wheels later. Oh, well, we we got a friend. From, we got a friend. We got an email from our friend Tony. Uh, you know, telling me that you know he, because he also drives the one thirty five, and he says a lot of people are saying that um they have had issues with the DCT. I never had any problem. Like my you know he's in San Francisco though, and I think people have all kinds of transmission issues in San Francisco. Yeah, I don't say definitely. that facetiously at all. I think there are so many hills there that people burn out clutches and transmissions all the damn time. Just because it's San Francisco. And there are also people that I know that are just those people. They're always burning out transmissions. Yeah. It's kind of how they drive that car. Right. So, you know, if you're having a friend that's always having transmission problems, it's it's how they're driving. It's not necessarily because of X, yeah. Y, or Z. But I would agree with Todd that trans, transmissions are used hard in San Francisco. Yep. I mean, they're going to be. 
Yep. Those damn hills. Hey, speaking of speaking of transmissions and uh, and warranty work, uh, let's leapfrog into this story because I think we really need to cover it. I like to talk about it this week, and mm. that is that BMW has decided for 2017. This is coming for not models now, but the 2017. Yeah, models, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're cutting back their maintenance program now. It's only affecting BMW for, for 2017 as far as we know. Right, right. So traditionally, minis, for example, have a three or 36,000-mile maintenance program. And included in that uh, currently is oil changes, um, the necessary oil changes for the first three years, 36,000 miles. Spark plugs if you're on a JCW. Yep. It includes uh, windshield wipers. Um, yep. It even includes brake pads. If you if you go through a set of brake pads within yep. thirty six thousand miles, which is rare anymore, but it it, it is included. It used, to, it used to happen all the time on the R fifty on the R fifty R fifty sixes all the time because those brakes were only good to about twenty nine thousand miles. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the mini BMW has always had a four year fifty thousand mile maintenance. Okay, so it was a year longer and up to 50,000 miles. Well, as of 2017, they are backing off to 3 or 36, just like the Mini, and they are excluding things like windshield wipers and brakes from that. See, the brakes I get, because that's expensive. I don't get it, because that's kind of a screw job for you know for that thing. But windshield wipers? Come on. What's the, what's the cost on a windshield wiper blade? Like a nickel? Yeah, but that, the the thing is, like, they keep replacing them like crazy for no reason, and so I don't know if I don't know who decides on cutting this. If it's BMW USA or BMW as a whole, but you know, if you see dealers like offering them like for no reason, changing them for no reason all the time, it becomes like a huge, I mean, not a huge, but it becomes okay. a cost. Like they changed change mine like three times in three years. It's it wasn't really? necessary at all. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. Oh. Yeah, I think I think too many dealers were throwing them in as a. Well, oh, look at what we did for you. Yeah, exactly. Think and, about it. it takes them five minutes, getting, and they get paid right. by the company. They get the warranty work, which probably books for half an hour, and it takes them five minutes. Right, so right. It's, a, it's a strictly money thing. You can't blame the dealers for this. But, you know, you might also blame some, you know, dickish customers who come in or complaining now, all the time. I wonder if the BMW dealer network, I wonder how happy they are about losing this this particular little revenue stream and the losing of the brake jobs, the warranty brake jobs and the warranty... Uh, Winter wiper replacements. Yeah, I don't know if it's that many. Um, I, I don't know. I know I personally had a set of brakes replaced under maintenance on my very first Mini in my 2003. But I don't know very many people who had brakes done under maintenance right mini with the first but team. on the bmw maybe it might have been more because it, they took their maintenance out to 50,000 miles you know yeah what I'm yeah i think I, it probably was and i see a lot of people that have actually replaced one set whether it's front or rear but not like full brakes yeah exactly usually the fronts will go out or the brake if it's a rear if it's you know the ear e-brake is dragging for yeah. some reason that's your yep. fault you know <laughs> one that's your fault too in the earlier generations if you got like a stick or something up under the car it would pull on the rear brake cable and it, it doesn't take much tension at all chad you can speak to this you yep. you barely touch that rear brake cable line and it'll apply the brakes so you can see that happening you know potentially but anymore since uh, probably about what 2010 that uh, Mini does not replace, they don't require to replace the rotors when they do pads. They check them well, with their, yeah, if they're within they tolerance. They check the spec, yeah. Yeah, if they're within tolerance, which most of the time they are, you can get through two sets of brake pads, which is a big deal because back in our day in the 2002 to 2006 age, if you got new brake pads, they automatically default put on new rotors. So 
Right. Um, and, and they don't do that anymore. But there's an expense there, and I think BMW's taking it. Anyway, the whole point, why are we talking about BMWs? This may or may not trickle down to Mini. Mini's already a 336. I don't think that's excessive. I don't think a lot of people really take advantage of it other than the oil changes. Right. And even then, most average people get, what, two free oil changes out of that in three years? That's it? Yeah. Yeah, but well, no, you should get you should get three if they've reset the clock to ten thousand miles, right? If yeah. if right. you yeah. drive, yeah, if you drive um, little, uh, like you know that few of miles, right? But most people are going to get to thirty six thousand miles before the end of the three years, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're not going to get that third oil change, um, and it doesn't necessarily go off at ten thousand miles. But you're right, that would include three oil changes if it was a ten thousand mile oil change. Exactly. So I got it. Um, uh, just uh, maybe someone uh, from the from the audience can correct me if I if I'm wrong. I think my the car that I drive now was I bought it in uh, 2013, right? So I think at the time it was three years and 36,000 miles. Mm-hmm. And after that, between 2012 and 2015, it switched it to four years. I mean, it's gonna be 2012 and 2016 now, to four years and 50,000 miles. And now they're going back to three years and 36,000 miles, and also reducing what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it's the back and forth is interesting. I would like to know what are the economics. Behind and I thought it was depending on the model, the the model of BMW, whether it was four fifty. I think anything three series or above was four years fifty thousand miles. But somebody else correct. I wish Gabe were on the show because he rattle that off his oh, top of his right. head. What's interesting is that they won't. They're not going to decrease the price of the of the cars, right? No, oh, no. In fact, they're going to like this is in, this is included into the price of the car, but it's really not. And they're going to offer an upsell on this um, to be able to extend your maintenance to say, yeah. hey, look, for an extra six hundred dollars, you can take your maintenance another year. You can replace those year, two years. You know what I'm? You know what I'm curious? Uh, and this is a, a something I've been thinking about since I read that story about Brimmerfile. Is how much does it cost to do a full brake job on a BMW? Is it up to a grand? Oh yeah, it's and for it? I think it's uh, I think it's over. Because I know, I know. Well, with seven. BMW labor, it's got to be. It's probably actually so, more, and it depends on whether it's an M car or something like that. I mean, really, you could say, be twelve okay. to sixteen hundred dollars. God, for a brake job. Because I know BMW. Yeah, I know. BMW. I know the mini dealers charging almost nine hundred for all four corners now for a brake job. Yeah, for I mean, that's, that's cheap, realistically, is. because I mean, my guy's charging almost that much as well. I mean, doing brakes has gotten to be really expensive. That's yeah, why, I, that's why I'm I do right stuff. around that eight hundred dollars for full pads, rotors, front and back, sensors, front and back, full brake flush, labor, yeah, out the door, everything, right. grand easy. Yeah. yeah, that's why I do my own brakes, <laughs> which I have to do here very soon. Um, <laughs> but let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Um, cause that's about enough of that let's do sales because this is actually kind of cool. Mini USA sales up 4% to last year. Pretty strong that's sales cool. increased. Mini next, uh, sales increased 23.1% yep. between uh, year to year. That's amazing. Well, that was the big push and that is good news, but how many of those were like, you know, the, the, the cars that the dealer has to put into used sales because you know, they, that's just how they cycled them through, you know? Well, that's a very good point because I know a lot of dealers will, like take and their loaner car fleet, like yeah. we said, and they'll rotate those through rather quickly and then sell them as a you know pre-owned or even CPO'd right. car, which is a decent. Uh, you can save a decent amount of money by doing that. Right, um, and it's not a bad car to buy, but it does pad those numbers. Individual numbers, if you guys want. What's that? You got the numbers? I get, yeah, I get the individual numbers if you want. So the yeah, uh, absolutely the hatch for December was twenty eight hundred. Uh, the compared 20- to last year. For the for 2015, 
Yeah, and then how's that compared to 14? Did they do that? Compared to 14, that was, if you give me a sec. In 14, it was, um, it was for December, 4,500. Wow. So that's down, that's down almost half. I yeah. haven't been really excited to release those numbers yet. Well, it took them a little while longer. Hey, countryman, Alex. And the Countryman was 1900 in 2014, and it was, uh, was 2100 uh, in uh, this year. So it actually okay. went up a little. Yeah, it's not good for the, for the, for the art up, honestly. Yeah, no. it looks kind of bad, and there's a lot of reasons behind this. And I think the biggest one that we haven't talked about yet is the price of gas. Yeah, like well, gas. I don't know where yep. you guys are, but here I saw, I drove past a station day before yesterday, buck seventy for a regular. Yeah, the cheapest I've seen out here in Arizona for regular has been a dollar eighty four, and I've paid two twelve for for super ninety one octane well, in Arizona. I, I would you guys get it nice. I'm paying like two fifty nine here. For yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, my premium is higher than yours, DB. There, there's a. 50 cent charge but i the, the fact is they pull the ethanol out of it here ah got it and here's the brilliant thing i talk about this since we're talking about fuel real quickly um my local station has started pulling the ethanol out of their mid-grade really so i get ethanol free mid-grade and i've been actually running that in the gp you, with you know mid-grade that's just a mixer in the ground right yeah yeah but my question is how do they make it ethanol free so it's got to be like that dedicated. means they're selling ethanol free um, uh unleaded yeah i don't know but it i've been running it with great success in the gp yeah, that's, this that's not a there is no third tank in the ground for mid-grade it's literally it's a it's a mixer so yeah. it, from both the super tank and the unleaded tank at the same time. Yeah, that's what I thought, and so I didn't know how they were uh, advertising that as as uh, ethanol free. But I'm just running it with great success because usually I have cold start issues in the winter with ethanol free. Yeah, and uh, I went to the mid grade, and it's been rock solid. Maybe because there's a little bit of ethanol in there from the unleaded tank. There could be, and it could be like a happy medium between it, but. Yeah, the GP's running really well on mid-grade, ethanol-free, quote-unquote. I wish I could run mid-grade. But anyway, I think the price of gas is one of the things that's driving mini sales down. People aren't looking for economy cars anymore because you look at uh, at Chevrolet numbers and Ford numbers. Trucks are selling it, and giant SUVs are selling once again because people are like, hey, I don't mind. I can fill up my 50-gallon tank for... You know, yeah, for whatever. I filled up a mini from dead empty the other day for like twenty two, twenty three dollars. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Yeah, it's really good because I I remember in my day, like not so long ago, it was fifty plus to fill a mini, fifty dollars. That I remember sixty yep. to fill up. But I mean, I think people get really short sighted on the whole gas pricing. They go, oh, gas is cheap, so I'm gonna go buy a big car. They do, but I think it's uh, as an answer to why mini sales are dipping a bit. Is that uh, nobody's looking at economy cars anymore? Of like, not not econ- not that Mini's an economy car, but gas mileage is not their number one factor in car purchases yeah. right. of late, and that is sh- like DB said, very short sighted. Very short sighted, but that's uh, that could work in the in Mini's favor for the Clubman, which we'll talk more about later. Yeah. Uh, let's continue with news, if we could be so awesome at doing that. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Dakar. There yeah. are there's like. A dozen minis racing to car, I think, this year. I think it was, was, it, uh, was it eight or nine? It was a lot of minis. I'm looking at the and they're all doing really well as of highest three, is third as place. Of yesterday. Last year's, is third. That's still pretty good. Last year's winner is currently running in third. That's as of we record this. It's going to change by the time this goes up. It's, it's exactly. actually fourth. It's actually fourth. Like I'm, uh, I'm looking at yeah. the uh, at the live ranking right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Drop to four. So the first, the first mini is ranked four. Uh, the second team is ranked seven. 
the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth are ranked uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. So there's two minis in the top 10. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, we're doing pretty well. You know, they're coming back. Uh, I think the number four, they're coming back from... I think they were not doing so well at the beginning. So they're coming back strong. Uh, but the first, the first, uh, the leader of the uh, of the Dakar is uh, Sebastian Loeb. Uh, you know, WRC, uh, many times champion. So that's, that's not an easy one. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, since Minnie's won this thing, what, three times in a row... Three times in a row. Um, I think other people have looked at what their kind of formula is and, you know, made changes as best as possible and really stepped up the drivers, too. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good call because the first three, uh, the first three brand, uh, I mean, the first three, the first three uh, leads are uh, all Pe uh, Peugeot. And then you have me. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, so keep uh, keeping a watch over at motoringfollow.com for all that information as it comes about. And let's go and finish off is we've got all the stuff that's happening at CES. So CES, for those of you who don't know, is called it's the Consumer Electronics Show that has turned into the Consumer Automotive Show. Yeah, it really is all about cars. And I've read so many articles this past week about it because it's going on this week in Las Vegas. And I was supposed to be there and timing just didn't work out to, for me to go. Um, and I wanted to go because there were so many car companies showing there. I think uh, 35 different car companies have something there. There's like 35 different displays have something to do with cars at CES, right. Asia, which is huge for a consumer electronic show. In fact, I sent, uh, sent you guys a, a picture of the BMW display. BMW rented out the entire side of the Renaissance Hotel, which if you've been to Las Vegas in the convention center... The Renaissance Hotel is the one immediately to the south of the convention center, right across the street, and you can see it from the parking lot. So they got the entire side of that building covered with BMW ads, and there was 120 BMWs out there to test drive. And there were people lined up for hours waiting to test drive the BMWs. So this is a big push for car companies. And... Um, I, I, Mini didn't have a lot to, to show there, but all the BMW technology that's coming down from all of their i-series cars, there's so many innovations coming out, everything from hand, like hand gestures. There's like over a motoring fall. Yeah, right it's now. huge it's things, huge. and I think some of the big ones are hand gestures to park the car, right? which is kind of cool. Hand gestures in the car for uh, um, using the, the inboard, uh, onboard systems. Okay, yep. so everybody knows that gesture-related things, I think, are the next coming, you know, technological advancement, and we've already seen it in everything from Wii to Xbox, right? Right. They've got right. those that really recognize, and they do a very good job of recognizing body motions and hand motions and everything. Well, BMW's got this thing where you can swipe and do whatever, you know, tell your car to do things just by waving your hand in the air. That's pretty cool, if you ask me, but... Here's the problem with CES, and if you read much about it like we do, all the tech nerds and everything, they're so down on CES, and they hate it so much. All the haters come out <laughs> because it is a, basically a convention full of people coming out saying, this is the X of the future, okay? And the problem is, is none of that shit ever happens. Yeah, there's a lot of vaporware. There is a lot of vaporware, oh. and, and the stuff that they present there, basically, they're like, oh, this is what's going to happen in the next year, in the next two years, and what actually really comes out has nothing, looks nothing like what was presented as a prototype or whatever. So it's very frustrating for journalists to go there and report on it, because they're yeah. like, well, so this is what they said in their press conference, but we'll believe it when we see it. Right. So, right. and I think the same, yeah. 
I'm going through this list, and there's a couple things that jump out at me that I think actually sound really interesting from BMW. Uh, first one being the heads-up display and the helmet. That's so awesome. That just sounds amazing to me. I, I don't even ride motorcycles, but just being able to have that information, like I'm wirelessly Bluetooth connected to, to my motorcycle somehow, or even cabled, and it's showing me maybe turn by turn, by turn directions. Well, think maybe about it for the track. Speed. It's showing me all kinds of stuff. Think about it for the track. How oh, cool that would be. The track, that would be so awesome. Yep. Right? So I think that sounds really cool. And standardized connections for charging cables cashless and cashless payments. I think that sounds pretty exciting. Being able to pay, with, pay for stuff with your car. So I went down the list also. A couple of things that I like is the uh, bumper detect. So uh, that's a system that allows you to uh, recognize whether someone is tampering with your car. And if they do, it takes pictures of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing, which I think is kind of, of maybe useless, right? So that's the, um, you know, they have, uh, so the side view mirrors, um, they have cameras in them, right? So you have a screen inside your car that shows you like what is being displayed outside. I thought that they wanted, I think Tesla and, um, and actually a large group of automakers are pushing the uh, NHSA to actually remove side view mirrors and replace them with uh, you know IDF cameras because it you know it's it's actually like a non significant drag on the aerodynamics of the car and so i don't know why you're doing this if you're if you're you know uh, lobbying to get the uh, cameras like um, you know to remove side view mirrors and to have only cameras like well here's it makes it more like driving a video game now here's an example i drove uh, uh, um my uh, my lady friend's parents have a new Honda CRV, and I've driven the car a few times. And it's got a feature when you turn on the directional signal to the right. So when you flip it to the right to change lanes, it turns on the wing camera in that mirror and shows you everything that's in your. Basically, removes a blind spot. You, oh, you see everything that's over there, and you look at the screen instead of having to turn your head or even look over in the mirror. You don't even really have to take your eyes that far off the road. So. It was disconcerting at first, but I think you could get used to it. And I think if they did the same thing for mirrors, uh, you'd have to have some way to go, here's, I want this dis on my display instead of navigation or whatever. Because always having that looking at you, I, I don't see how they're going to make it happen. It's, it's funny because when you think of all the cool stuff, it always happens in either very expensive cars or in Hondas or, you know, any other yeah. Japanese brand. And like cars, you know, brands in the middle like Mini they don't even get that stuff. Like we don't, they don't even uh, sell, um, uh, you know, side view mirror detection, you know, like, uh, um, like you have in all cars now. You have a signal that comes up on your on your side view mirror when there is something in your right. blind spot that you can't see. Right. Like it's not even, it's not even available on Minis, I think. No, it's not. And I don't know because like like you guys, I drive always looking at what's I know what's in my mirrors at all times. I'm looking My head's on my head's on a swivel when I'm driving. I'm looking behind me, I'm looking at both my mirrors so I always know if I have to make a face like I am hyper aware when I drive. I'm like Jason Bourne, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I know what's around me at all times, and you I don't hit people more because everybody around you is driving, looking, sending text Exa message or posting to the Twitter face. Exactly, oh, exactly. And you can see. I don't. I can't tell you how many times that I've seen behind me that it looks like I'm going to be in an accident. The person's not paying attention, and for whatever reason, yep. I'll get yep. out of the way or tap my brakes a few times so people can see, so they can see the brake lights. Or I do that now yep. too. All the time. They're paying attention because exactly. I notice the person behind me is not paying attention to me, and I don't want to get rear-ended. But all yeah. of these things, so I don't see how they're going to be able to replace those mirrors with cameras. 
I'll and are you going to have like a whole series of displays on your dash? Like, oh, look, I've got four screens here and I can see everything from navigation to right view, <laughs> left view, back view, side view, you know. Well, but the problem, it, because you have to look, you'll probably have to look down a little bit to look at those, look at those screens, which takes your eyes off the field of view for driving forward. But maybe not as much as it does looking at the side mirrors. I don't know. No, I mean, you can do a quick glance out the side mirrors though, and just really fast and you're still looking forward. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. It kind of will make you drive different. We have been, I mean, we've been, all of us have been driving for quite a few years. So we are ingrained into quickly look left, look right, just glance at my mirrors, look where that, where the new drivers will be like, well, I just have to look at this thing real quick, and I can see everything that you saw before. It's kind of... It is like driving a video game. It's like... Yeah, it's it's a video game for sure, but it's it's kind of restructuring how you drive, where you used to be hands at, you know, 10 and 2, you need to look here and then quickly look in this mirror, look in that mirror, and then look over your shoulder. Now you won't have to look over your shoulder because there's going to be cameras showing you a three-dimensional view of your blind spot. It's not necessarily a bad thing. There's good and bad things about that, but it's... It's learning a different way to drive now. Exactly. It's going to be learning a different way to drive, and it will take 10 to 15 years for that cycle of that person to drive to figure out how that's working but again you know back to a where we all started with this when i was looking at security systems for my car back in 1985 i could get an alarm system that would actually text me on my pager (laughs) that somebody was actually breaking into my car now i've never owned a pager no i remember those pages but i liked that option (laughs) Pagers so now for it's, doctors and drug dealers, man. Right, that was exactly. It. Now it's gone. It was to a separate pager, level. A separate pager for the for the alarm system. I remember those. Oh systems. my that gosh! Nineties. Oh jeez. Early nineties. Yeah. So I mean, I, I might be dating myself just a little bit, but those people that were at those shows that are showing uh, those new ideas, those ideas, while they may not actually come to market. They're going to come to market because the person that saw that idea is like, okay, I'm going to take that idea. I'm going to take it to the next level. And that's the whole idea behind it. And here's what it is. So I think Chad is not making money, but you're, uh, we have a pager thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have never owned a pager going on record right now, but, uh, but for the, for the, uh, something we underestimate is that the the cart, because the cart is pretty small. Like we only have to turn our head, like, you know, not much. Like the angle, the blind spot angle is so much. Uh, you know, uh, smaller than it would yeah, be. Yeah, it's smaller, yes. And all, whatever. So that's also, we, you know, you got to factor this in when you're comparing ourselves to other drivers, I think. True. Right. Well, there it is. Technology, it's all over the place. Um, CES. Yeah, there'll be more from CES. Uh, we'll probably talk more about whatever we find next week uh, to round it out because CES ends next week. It only goes for a week or two weeks. Yeah, I, I think it's only a week this week. Yeah. So we'll, uh, only a week this week or what? Yeah. Wait, I don't what? Know. Um, so if we find out more cool stuff, we'll be sure to bring it to you guys. That's for sure. Yes, because we're going to talk soon about the uh, electric cars. Connected cars. The Chevrolet. Connected cars, electric cars. Car, we're going to do car a whole show. Services. Yep. All yep. that kind of stuff. We're going to talk. We're going to do a whole show on just that stuff here very soon. Uh, 
We do have some more things to, to talk about, though, so I want you guys to stick around. I'm going to let you listen to this next ad spot first before you do. And I, I feel really good about myself when I pull up in CravenSpeed.com today. This is last week uh, because CravenSpeed also still has the Christmas lights up, just like me. I haven't taken them down yet. Uh, you're one of those. I, I still have the tree up. You're one of those people, dude. I mine were down the day no, I'm doing after this weekend. I couldn't. I couldn't do it last weekend. I just didn't have time. All my Christmas, I, I and it was rainy and shitty. So I'm gonna unChristmas this uh, this coming weekend. It takes me like an hour. It's no big deal. But Craven Speed has their Christmas lights up, so which makes me feel kind of nice. Anyway, Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, check it out. Craven Speed has all the really cool handcrafted, custom created, uh, made out of carbon fiber and unobtainium stuff. You know, it's made with robots and lasers, guys. Come on. You know this already. The Platypus license plate mount, super awesome. The FlexPod adapter to put your smartphone in your car so you don't have to look at it. Super awesome piece. A dipstick that you can read if you have an R50, 53, or 56. Uh, springs. Uh, the If you've got an R53 and you want a pulley, you're going to get a Craven pulley plus a whole bunch of other stuff. All available over at CravenSpeed.com. When you get there, sign up for the email newsletter. That way you get notified whenever uh, something new lands on the site, which is also super awesome. It's not as many emails as you get from Outmoding. There's no discount code. But you do get notified when something cool and awesome comes about, which is super duper rad. Go over there. Check them out. That's our friends over at CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. Moving on. We have... We have a lot of stuff still. Let's do, let's do the Ash Dad question. Okay. Okay. This one came in from uh, Mr. Longbottom. <laughs> from Harry Potter? From Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> still my joke. Come on. <laughs> I set that up for Alex. I lobbed it over. The, I just lobbed it. Barely. It was, like, it was like a really slow underhanded pitch. Hoping Alex would have hit it. And yep. Alex is just too slow on the uptake because he's too busy messing with the rundown. Um, anyway, Mr. Longbottom writes in. And he's got a 2013 uh, club van. I don't know how you meant it. Oh, he's got the club. He's got one of the few club club vans. Remember the club man? That was he's the one of the eight, he's one of the eight people. Yeah, he's one of the eight people that got the club van, and it only oh, has a stand. Cool. It's really cool, but it only has standard halogen headlights. And he wants to see better at night. And he was uh, hoping that we could recommend an affordable upgrade. This is just me. I'm thinking just a higher quality bulb. Okay, so uh, how, Chad, please, if you'd be so kind. Well, because um, I would like, like to upgrade my headlights as well, because my headlights well, suck. Gen 2 cars are easy. Totally easy. Um, they're not cheap, but it's 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 super easy. What All you got to do is buy the the halogen uh, you know projector headlights and you might have to buy a projector uh, Is this like the new like a new HID system like that kind of a thing? The factory, you know, xenons. You can buy that from the dealer. They plug in and uh, Officially, they're not self-level. You should have them coded into the car, but yeah, they plug and play. So let's try, Chad. Let's try this again. Uh, let's try with uh, using the term affordable. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> live with what you have. Because they put, because they put xenons in. Honestly, that's like doing brakes. Yeah. Uh, if you do the work yourself, it's aren't those the? the oh yeah, I mean oh. It, it. It is. It's it's not cheap. It's it's uh it's very thousands. expensive. Thousands. I, it's. It's going to be thousands of dollars. We right. did this on a car for a customer. She was in a, an accident of sorts, and we did a couple of things, and we bought the blacked face housings for her mm -hmm. to put Xenons in the car. And, and we you know, spent probably 650 a light, if right. not a little more. Yeah. Right. 
to put that in. I mean, realistically, you could be, you know, $1,200 a light because the light itself could be 600 and then the the, the, the igniter yeah. is about four four fifty. And the option at the factory is five hundred dollars. Right, exactly. You should have bought it from the factory. You know, way but, to go. But the club it's, band, the club band, like the GP, came yep. as is. Xenon, yeah. yes, yes. Was not offered so as an you, option. So, Chad, so, you can't I, just upgrade a bulb in yeah, the. Yeah, I want to uh, go down to AutoZone, Chad. On, uh, let's say I'm going to set a budget of uh, seventy-five dollars. Now, let's say uh, sixty bucks. I'm going to buy two light bulbs, and I'm going I'm I'm to pay sixty bucks for my upgrade. Can I just get like a better bulb? You can get a little bit better bulb, but it's not going to be that super bright and okay. and this is where the customer has to kind of think about what they're doing with the car okay. and how long they're going to keep it is this going to be the last car do they love this car they're going to die with it because you know freak frankly a lot of mini owners are like i am dying with this car they're going to bury me in it right this is good just okay, don't drive at night. That's what I say. Well, <laughs> just stop driving it at night. And hey, I just saved you thousands of dollars. There, there is that option. But um, yes, putting xenons into the car are a little more expensive because the lights themselves are expensive. The bulb, everything, it's it's all very expensive. But it's really bright, and it's the best way the car should have come. I mean, Mini should have made the standard a long time ago. Yeah, you know, now, but Chad, they didn't. So now, Chad, what about adding uh, additional lighting instead? Let's say um, instead of maybe I go and I get a brighter white light bulb, which you know, like a good, like a, something that's a cooler color that's less yellow, more more sparkling. And then what if we were to add like a, I don't know, like a fog light or something? Would that help? Well, you you can. Um, and that would be mini does mini does sell some driving lights that you could put right. on, but again, those are uh, you know most states their their official stance is you can only have two forward facing lights on at any given time. That's why your fog lights turn off when your brights are on. Brights are on. Um, with that being said, yes, you can make it brighter, but you're also going to blind the people coming at you. Now right. you also have to think about it, it's like, oh, do I want to be blinded? while i'm driving no i don't really want to be driving so it's not very courtesy you know for courtesy uh for the other drivers courteous yeah yeah courteous the uh, the best way would be to upgrade a little bit better bulb the sylvania's bulbs are a little bit better they're a little bit brighter but they're not gonna be super super great um the the xenons are really the best way to go. Okay. When people are ordering cars, that's I, what you should be buying. I say uh, just buy a new buy a new mini with the he's with got the a club van. He can't get rid of the his club van's it's it's classic as soon as it got released. Just get that new clubman and I'll put some like vinyl over the back window. So Chad, let me ask <laughs> I'm gonna ask Chad another light question here. This will be the last yeah, yeah. gonna be done because nobody's taking this very serious. But what about <laughs> something like an H I D conversion kit? You know, you can pick up, you can get those on the internet for like eighty. Yeah, bucks. you can, stuff? but they're they're unfortunately they they're not really that great. Okay. Um, you have the risk of, um, running too much heat in your light, mm. and you can actually okay. melt the light, and or catch a car on fire. Oh, got it. Which is never safe. Car so, fire bad. What they have is they have a a Kelvin scale for lights, and and you have a. 250 of 300 to 500 to 6,000, 8,500. 
the higher the Calvin, the the hotter that bulb gets. And that's why a lot of your eBay lights that you're looking at, oh, the HID system, and we've got all these you know fancy things to run this, you're really kind of playing with fire because while you look at it like, oh my God, it's this crazy blue color and it's it's awesome and I can see it so, so much better. Really, you're just putting a color through the light. You're not really making it any better and you're actually possibly damaging the 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 stuff that's going on that's why um the whole joey mod that right. happened on a lot of lights um and they'd be like well it lasted for six months and then all of a sudden the paint bubbled off because right. that light was really hot joey mod um, making your headlights black painted on a color or, or another of, color or colored yeah. instead of getting them that way from the factory right right exactly and when you look at the uh, the black housing lights from the factory, they always had that little word xenon on the top with a little fancy like chrome thing. And you're like, oh, God, I wish it wasn't there. But if it wasn't there, your light would also bubble the exact same way that you were experiencing with the Joy Mod. So it's going to work for a while, but it's okay. not really the best way of doing it. So, and so it's getting when a- you're buying lights off of eBay, you're getting lights in eBay quality, which is like, oh my God, I just totally paid for my rent this month. This is great. This guy just totally did it. You're spending a little bit of money just to kind of band-aid the solution. If you really want to make it right, you've got to spend the money to make it right in the end. Right. Now, so we don't recommend the HID upgrade kit so you can get off the internet. Don't do those. Uh, So either go to your local AutoZone and just buy a higher quality bulb or save your pennies, and install a Xenon kit. Yeah, now, and, Chad, and, and that's the way to go. What about going to a junkyard? He's got, an, uh, he's got a you know, 2013, yep. 2013 Clubman, so he could theoretically go to a wrecking yard. Yeah, and, and that, that was the, the next thing I was going to point out, is you can find used stuff right. that is fairly good. Now, physically, the wiring is all there on your car. It's going to be plug and play. You can find the right housings. Um, the right bulbs, the right igniters. If you can buy them as complete units, then yes, you can definitely do that. It will plug and play, good to go. And it'll Um, save a couple bucks. It will save you quite a few bucks in doing that. So yes, you can find that, but you may have to kind of settle for a housing that maybe has a little scuff on the front or isn't quite perfect. So when you look at the car... The left lens is super clear, and the right lens has maybe got a few stone chips to it or something like that. So gotcha. if you're okay with that, you could definitely save yourself a lot of money and make a very smart purchase for some aftermarket units. But you also have to make sure that it's out of the right car, right. Um, you know, some stuff like that. So um, there is a, a, uh, a website called car-parts.com. That's right. It is a junkyard locator. Alex, um, for me in the uh, rundown, won't you? Car-parts.com. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, you can do some some searching for those particular parts, so you may actually be able to find it right really easy. But it may take you two, three months to find a left. So yeah. it's one of those things that, yes, you could do it, you know, uh, budget consciously, 
but it may take a little bit longer to find. So um, I definitely agree that that would be a very, very good option, uh, especially for the the do-it-yourself home uh, person that's like, hey, I can bolt these lights in because it's really four bolts. It's it's super simple. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure it's got a good bulb or it comes with a bulb. Make sure it's got an igniter, all that type of stuff. Because the bulbs in those are two hundred bucks a piece. The light itself can be six to six fifty, seven hundred bucks. The igniters can be four fifty. So if you can buy it in a package for maybe three hundred bucks, hey, it's and a good deal. deal. And the dealer's going to charge you an hour to, if you want to finish it off right. A dealer will probably charge you an hour to program the car so that it knows it has Xenon headlights. And that'll be for the auto level link function, I would imagine. Yeah. Officially, you could plug it in. It will work. It will do everything it needs to. But yes, at some point, you do need to go to the dealer and be like, tell the car that it actually physically has these lights so that it can do everything that it's supposed to do. Auto right. level. Uh, uh, light up exactly the way it should, you know, not send too much voltage, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's the best way of doing it. So there you go. So that's, that's uh, our recommendation is either go down to the parts house and get a better bulb or uh, spend the money and upgrade to Xenon's proper. So what's the, what's the range of pricing just to, uh, to give Scott like a, a summary, like what is the range of uh, Chad, if Chad was saying, um, if buying used, he could probably get two lights for somewhere, I would say four to $600, you know, was complete the whole you know, with the igniter. Well, yeah, you know, completely used two units, left, right, igniter bulbs, you know, he could be maybe max 600 bucks. Right. Um, yeah, if you're gonna buy brand new factory stuff, at a grand, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, you could be twelve to thirteen hundred dollars per side. Oof. But it's gonna be brand new, crystal clear, super and, nice. I throw in installation if they're if you. Yeah, and, and then you also, you know, he. Could, I mean, I would say I. I don't know anybody in the world that couldn't install these lights themselves Got it. Uh, in all reality, you know, you have the programming of the car because most people don't have that option. Right. So yeah, you could be $2,500 if you do it into, if you do into brand new dealer factory new units stuff. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So that's your range that yeah, which is so. not, not affordable. But that's again, not affordable. It's, you know, it was $500 option when you bought the car. Right. Totally go that way. And everyone's like, oh, well, it's increase the resale on your car, too. My, my payment's going up $200, you know. Yeah. All right. Cool. So hopefully that helps you out there, uh, Mr. Longbottom, as much as possible. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Producer Man, how are we doing on time? We are done. Are we done? Yes. Oh, man. We don't even have time to talk about the Super, the super uh, Blad just uh, really quick. We could, yeah. Because I, I, I honestly hope they don't bring back Kramit in the boot. No, no. But <laughs> they reference Kramit in the boot in the news. Uh, in the news that was the worst ad ever. Uh, <laughs> our apologies, and our our uh, our man at um, at BSSP is is not there anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, but that was still the worst ad ever. So maybe we should explain. Yeah, like, to people. And they spent real money on the ad. I mean, it was expensive, and they put it right in the middle of Super Bowl. I mean, it wasn't cheap. Maybe what, Alex? Maybe we should explain to people what we're talking about. Yeah, um, uh, back in 2011. I'll link this. Uh, I'll link the ad up in the show notes for those of you who aren't familiar with the Kramit in the boot. Yeah, Super Bowl 2011. That was there was an ad for Mini, and it was about the Countryman. How big? 
Oh, I was playing it in the background. Sorry, I turned it off. It was about the Countryman and how big the uh, the boot space or the trunk space, if you will, is in the Countryman. And it was a game show theme, and the game show was called Cram It in the Boot because, you know, that's what you call the, <laughs> the lid. So um, there's so much background to this, it's not even funny that I'll tell you over drinks next time you, you know, are someplace we are. I can tell you the whole story about how that, that commercial came about. And uh, it's quite funny and interesting, but it, it was a, a failure. Um, yeah. It was, it was not oh, a success. So what's happening? But it was comical. Yeah. And so what's happening is that uh, Mini USA is coming back to the Super Bowl this year uh, as the fifth uh, automaker so far, uh, having a presence during the Super Bowl, uh, you know, the TV spots. And so they're going to run, uh, it doesn't say how long, but it's going to run, you know, a TV, a TV spot for this it'll year. Be a, it'll be another 30-second spot. Yeah, I bet, I and bet, so yeah. it's uh, following the one we got last year for the i3. I don't know if you remember, guys, was the one with uh, Katie Couric and uh, yeah, Gumble. And they were all, what, what, what's i3, what's internet? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. Was kinda, uh, it was kind of lame, but it was okay. It was kind of lame, cute. but it was kind of cute. It right. really spoke to, it spoke to my folks. It was not cram it in the boot. It, it made <laughs> cram it in the boot, yeah, look like. Um, it was bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's possibly one of the worst Super Bowl commercials ever created. No, it's not that bad, but it was uh, it was up that's, there. And that's a topic for a whole nother show. We're going to have to do an episode of the Shuttlecast to talk about that. So coming up on, what is it, February 7th? Is that the Super Bowl this year? Uh, February 7th, I believe, yes. It's the first Sunday of February where the Arizona Cardinals will be playing <laughs> quite possibly the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. I guess it is possible. Um, it's entirely possible. So um, we're going to find out what that ad's all about on uh, February 7th. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's going to be a Super Bowl ad for many. Let's cross our fingers that it's good. My guess is it's going to be all new, you know, the new corporate branding, the new corporate identity, you know, different mini logos. It's going to be all on white. All of you people who are longing for the days of seeing things on black and want the mini takes the state's logo to be on black. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Look at the new Chevy ads where everything's got like a brick wall behind it. Yeah. yeah, think it, like that. It's going to be hipster. It's going to be everything on a white background, which is fun. just get used to it. Just let it go, people. You know, I I finally came to grips with it and embraced it. And I'm just telling you people the same thing. Let it go. The car is still fun. It's still got the heritage that's there. But just let let the whole idea of not normal. Uh, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, what hipster is right. Uh, That's what happens when you tell every child they're special. <laughs> I, I saw that on the menu board. No uh, child left around. behind. Yeah. I, I saw that on the internet today. It's like on those chalkboard coffee coffee shop signs. It's night. sad, but it's true, and that's it's why completely it's completely true. That's why it's funny because it's true. That's right, but we're not going to talk about that either. That's for another show that we don't even produce at this moment in time. So we're just going to be done there, and we're going to be done for the week. Yes, we are. No, does anybody have anything else that we want to talk about for sure? Countryman? No? Oh, if you see the shots of the, the screenshot, you know, the, the pictures of the Countryman cruising around California, it's not going to look like that. It's covered in plastic cladding and swirly graphic. So y'all calm down. It's always the same debate every time there is a car with uh, swirly graphics on them. You know what? I bet you it's going to be as big as a Suburban, too. It's definitely going to be bigger than the Clubman. Definitely going to be club bigger than the Clubman, probably almost as big as a Ford Ranger. Or the Ford Explorer, excuse me. At least as big as the Ford Explorer. <laughs> I, I was going to say, everything's bigger than the Ranger now. I think it's going to be basically the size of an X1. 
Yeah, probably. And also, I want to make sure that we come back because we do want to talk about the new Chevy Bolt, B-O-L-T, the new car that Chevy made that will catch on fire spontaneously um, because it's electric. We want to talk about that, but we'll probably do that next week or the week after because it's actually kind of an exciting car, $30,000, 200-mile electric car. It's funny when you think about it. We'll catch on fire you know, after 100 miles, but still, it doesn't matter. What's that, Alex? When you think about it, because uh, uh, it sounds that uh, you know Chevrolet is, is choosing uh, car names on purpose, you know, Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and then and then of course the icon, yeah. the the mascot for that is going to be the the Disney dog, cartoon dog, right? <laughs> that was a good movie. Come on, it wasn't a good, strong, good, is but it's a strong. hell of an ugly it, car. I don't think it was. No, I think no, the I think the Bolt's not bad looking. The Bolt's not oh, bad looking, horrible. and what's really Look good looking, the, the new, the new, the Chevy Spark is the same thing, no? Yeah, yeah, no, it looks pretty similar to that, and it's very i3 in its shape. But yeah, but the good thing is that you're gonna sell a lot of them because all the you know except for the Tesla and maybe now the Bolt, I think all electric cars so far look, look kind of weird. They do yeah. look kind of weird, and it's all about aerodynamics. The Nissan doesn't look weird. Well, but Nissan, the Leaf but, does? Uh, oh, the Leaf looks... Leaf the, is, the Leaf is terrible. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Right. But anyway, a car that... The electric car that can uh, go 200 miles for 30 grand. Yeah. Uh, meet I'm, the bolt. I'm almost in on that. That That is that is ticking all the boxes because I won't drive an electric car unless I can drive from my house to Vegas, well, running, you know, running the air, and playing music. I Does have, that include the charging system you got to put in your house? Yeah, right. I have two words for you. Tesla Model 3. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's, we're, that's, and that's going to be, it's, uh, like I said, that's a topic for another show. We are now going yes. long. Yes. So, and we forgot to warn the affiliates. Let's go ahead and finish up and be done. I want to remind you guys about, of course, motoringstripes.com. You go over there. You can pick up some stripes for Mini. No, Todd makes no, the stripes. Just the only thing oh, you want to buy right now. Yeah. No, you want your 2016 Mini takes the states magnets or decals, and the decals are decals. bigger than the magnets. Yeah, you want your decals or magnets for uh, motor for Mini takes the states. Go over there and get on it and get on it now, because that way you don't want to be you don't want to be the car out there that doesn't have the, the Mini takes the states graphics on your car, right? Right, right. I know. And, and, and I'm just going to say this right now. Anybody who's listening, who's complaining about the fact that the magnets are too small this year, the the logo for Mini Takes Estates is much larger and more square than it was. It's not so much bad shaped as last year. Right. And the problem is, is uh, physics get in the way when it's that large and covers that much surface area. Mm. Uh, they're going to fly. It, the, the magnet gets too heavy and it's holding. It'll stay on for a while, but it's not going to last for Mini Takes Estates. Mm. So in my research and 23 years of experience, uh, I decided to make them a little bit smaller so that okay. they stay on people's cars. That is oh. the reason they are what they are. There you go. Go over there and you can actually pick up these magnets. Uh, the door with the back magnets are about 13 by 13 inches and you can get one for 25 bucks. You can't beat that. Come on. It's awesome. And you'll be all like one of the cool kids from eight six states. And you don't have to be struggling and like running around trying to find me or Todd during many takes states. Say, hey, can you guys get any magnets or badges are left? You'll already have them. You'll be set. Done and done. Motoringstripes.com, you know, because blank is boring. And then I want you guys to stop over at DetroitTune.com as well in case you need something. You know, and if you're within three-hour drive of Detroit Tune, he's your shop anyway, right? All the work that you need done being done over there. Get it taken care of. Oil changes. Gear tires swapped out get a spare anything else you want some cool mods chat will hook you up he's your guy detroit tune detroittune.com if you'd be so kind please anyway we're done first show of 2016 is in the can thanks everybody for sticking around we really appreciate it i uh, hope everybody had a great holiday season because i know i did anyway did. 
Yeah, we did. Uh, but I am done, and we are done. So this is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Till next week, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.